Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Today y Manana. I'm Alex. This is Michael. We're very excited to have you joining us this morning on a warm, warm, a warm money. Summer is um, starting to rear its warm. face. It is. It is. You know? Summer is uh, is rapidly approaching. It is not waiting for uh, June 21st. No, or it's it's, the first it's on its way. Though we could use some rain. I've been talking to a lot of people, including pops, and his garden is pretty dry. So mm, already. So yeah. So I think right now we we kind of had a dry spring. So I think we could use a little rain. Mm, absolutely. But I want to jinx it. Then suddenly we have like a week straight of rain. I know. So. Well, especially not in the summer. You want your you want your sunny days. Yeah. That's in the true. summer, you know, you get to go out, uh, maybe listen to some opera, have some oh. ice cream, which we'll shortly be talking. I mean, there's very few things better. Exactly. I, summer is when I just load up on my exactly. ice cream. I'm like, okay, and there's nothing better it. than when you get ice cream, too, and you have it in the cone, and it's like you go outside, it's already melting, and then the rush, like the excitement, <laughs> yes, the thrill of having to, like, try to <laughs> fix it as much as I can. In fact, it reminds me of a story my aunt told me. We were in New York um, just this past weekend. And my aunt told me how um, she was driving my uncle, and they had gone to Florida. And she said Florida was so hot that they wanted to get a Dairy Queen, and she came out with the ice cream. And one for her uncle, one for my uncle, her husband, and one for herself. And she said by the time she got to the car, she was trying her best to lick him. By the time she got to the car and gave the ice cream to my uncle, my uncle goes, there's no ice cream anymore. It was all gone. It just didn't melt it so fast. And my aunt was in such a rush trying to make sure it didn't melt. So, yeah, it's that time of year, that fun time of year. Yep, it certainly is. It certainly is. So that we're looking forward. And speaking of ice cream, we'll be joined very shortly mm-hmm. in the show by Emily Harpster. She owns Sugar Bear Seaville, making local ice cream with local ingredients right here in Charlottesville. Then later on in the show, um, Valerie Hill, structural engineer with her own company, is going to be joining us. And then last but certainly not least, Michelle Perry Pace, soulful running and coaching, is going to be joining us on the show. So it it is a great lineup. Um, that we have for you today. Already got some people tuning in. Carly Wagner, thanks for watching the show. Vanessa Parkhill, thank you for joining us this morning. Bill McChesney, thanks for watching this morning. So it's great to have the, the comments, the lights already already coming in. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a blast. Should, Brandon Perry, Jeff Parker, thanks for liking the show this morning. Should we should we uh, mention that UVA is in the College World Series? Because I know how much you like to follow that. I mean, we should we should. I'm not gonna say. Anything about how good they are? Because when we did that with Jeff, they exactly. like lost. They look terrible. <laughs> yeah. They look terrible. <laughs> when we did that with Jeff, they probably exactly. like lost two series. So we're <laughs> going to say like they're in the College World Series. We're rooting for them, mm-hmm. and that's hope for the best. And the first game is tomorrow. First right? game is tomorrow against Florida. Okay. So you know, just be be rooting for them. I almost brought I almost brought my UVA hat to like wear on air, but then I forgot it. So uh, I you should have wore your like 2015 UVA baseball. Yeah, that's right. what I was going to wear. And that's yeah, okay. exactly. But hey, if they win this weekend and go to the uh, the finals, mm-hmm. I can wear it next Thursday. There you go. And put it on uh, and go for it. So we're looking forward to that. So best of luck to UVA. I think they're already the team's already in Omaha. Yeah, I can't. Well, of course, because they play tomorrow, yep, right? So, so they're tomorrow, so probably so Is there a game? Some teams are playing today, though, aren't they? Or was I don't wrong? know. Okay. I don't know. I have to check that out. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is it is here. Eight teams left, and I UVA know. is one of them. So best best of luck to UVA. Of course, loving being here on the Isle of Seville Network set. So big thank yous, of course, to our, our great friends, Tasselville Cider, Matthias Yon, Realty, Charlottesville Opera, Pratic, Sirius Insurance, and Forward Adelante. Uh, be sure to check out. So June 23rd, 24th, 25th. So next weekend. Next weekend is already next weekend, Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. 
is going to be playing at the Paramount from Charlottesville Opera. I'm super excited for that. It's going to be amazing. Uh, July 1st, the festival at the Ting Pavilion. So talking about like things mm-hmm. you can do this summer. The festival at the Ting Pavilion. They're going to have like some music, some fun things for the kids. I did great festive ALL mm-hmm. uh, to, on July 1st at the Ting Pavilion. And then July 14th and 16th is Tosta. So that's, the, mm. that's like the big, if you want. Dice that's, and Dolls that's, is, Nick's, that's Nick's thing yeah, right well, there. He's, he's just counting down to Tosca. How, you know, fun... You know, a happy ending. Tosca, decide if you want the drama. Go on July 14th and uh, 16th. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. (laughs) Patsy Parker, thanks for watching the show this morning and joining us. So I don't know about you. I'm super excited and ready to to jump right in. I I say let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we're super excited to welcome to the show this morning Emily Harpster. She's the owner of Sugar Bear Seville right here in Charlottesville. Emily, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for coming on, Emily. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure it's a to have pleasure. you on. So for those who haven't yet tasted Sugar Bear or met you, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about yourself and how you first became interested. Because I think a lot of us are interested in eating ice cream. But how did you <laughs> first become interested in making it? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, cooking and um, being a chef has always been a serious hobby of mine. Mm-hmm. And I've made ice cream for years and was steadily upgrading my equipment to fancier and bigger mm-hmm. uh, pieces of equipment. And then at a certain point, I had sort of topped out uh, what would work on my home's electrical network and decided that... I was going to go to college for ice cream, which is a thing that you can do at Penn State. Um, They've been running this ice cream short course every year for 125 years. That's impressive. Um, And so went and got some technical grounding um, to add to all of the sort of knowledge and experience picked up over the years. Um, and also visited uh, an Italian equipment manufacturer to really learn the ins and outs of how to operate all the equipment. Wow, that's a bit. So, so in, in other words, if someone could be described as an ice cream expert, it's probably. You know, I have. This, I, I, yeah. I've, I've taken a Scantron exam. Yeah. I filled in huh? bubbles. Huh? I can do the math a hundred different ways. Wow. Yeah, I, I could tell Does, you. Is there a lot we could of go math? real deep if you wanted to. Is there a lot of math involved in making ice cream? Um, there can be. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Yes, that's the short answer. There's that's, lots of that's chemistry. There's lots of physics. Mm. Um, wow, it's a fun thing to make. So what what made you take the leap? And say, okay, I, you know, I, I've loved doing this. I'm gonna launch a small business like devoted to this. Yeah, um, you know, I've always wanted to have a small business. Um, I love ice cream, and when I moved to Charlottesville, I thought it would be really great if there were the kind of ice cream that I like to make available in the market, where mm-hmm. it was made from scratch, all natural, mm-hmm. using ingredients that are locally made, grown or sold. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a fun thing to play with. And Charlottesville is very community-focused and driven, and mm-hmm. I think ice cream is a great platform to kind of celebrate that and tell that story. Mm-hmm. And, what, so, and what kind of flavors do you have? Um, since I have started, mm-hmm. I have made 83 flavors. Wow. <laughs> so, you don't have to um, name them all, then. It's I okay. Kinda, <laughs> like, I need to pare it down. That's kind of where oh, I am oh. in, the, in the arc of my business. You, um, could, you could go down with like, your favorite. I will say like a few top sellers, um, favorites that um, tend to make repeat appearances. One is called Honey Sea Salt Latte, ooh, um, ooh. which is a riff off of a drink that Petite Marie Bet used to have. It uses lone light coffee, cold steeped. Um, sourwood honey from Hungry Hill Farms in uh, Nelson County. So substitute that in for a little bit of the sugar to get the sweetness. Um, and then an extra pinch of salt to kind of accentuate your ability to taste that sweetness. People really like that one. That's one of the first flavors that I made, and it's um, still around. Oh, that's fantastic. That, um, that sounds fantastic. That sounds like yeah. a perfect morning ice cream. A little yeah, low caffeine, a little sugar. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, think about instead yeah. of having that honey in your yogurt.
powdered and a cup of coffee, you just put it all together. Exactly, it's all together. Yeah, maybe get like a little brioche bun, put it in between. That's yeah, yeah. You know, and I have ice cream sandwiches too. So um, that's also a product. Um, And I have a special partnership with Vite where I use their products and the ice cream that I make um, for them that go on uh, these macaron ice cream sandwiches. The macarons are from Bowerbird Big Shop. Um, well, so I, I'm pretty sure option. that's where Nick told me he first read across to so I said man I was telling Nick who, for those who don't know CMO of Emergent Financial Services he, he helps us get a lot of the great guests that we have on today Manana. I was talking with him and I said this looks amazing where did you come across like sugar <laughs> soup he goes yeah I saw she was doing this thing with BJ ice cream and the uh, macaroons and it was yeah. so good and so I had to bring her on yeah it's like a little it's a bar snack <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly the ultimate the ultimate bar snack yeah uh, Lynn Gold Black thanks for joining us this morning Olga says hola chitos Olga Morse thank you for watching this morning uh, Kirsty Perry watching this morning thanks for joining us so what's I'm curious um, I'm always curious like, in the creative like, kind of aspect. What's it like? How do you kind of think of a new flavor or say, okay, what is it partly inspired by, oh, here's a new local mm-hmm. ingredient I want to incorporate? Or is it like, oh, I have this idea. Let me go out and find who's producing these ingredients locally. What's kind of the process? Yeah, it's kind of all of the above. I mean, one of the mm-hmm. great things about Charlottesville is that there's so much good product to work with here. There's so many delicious things mm-hmm. that incorporate well into ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... You know, I definitely have my Excel spreadsheet with 500 ideas for all the things I want to try. You know, and every once in a while, too, someone will reach out to me with an idea. Like um, Eastwood Farm and Winery reached out recently because they grow blueberries there. And they said, could we do a blueberry ice cream? Um, Which, you know, is timely, delicious. Um, And so that kind of thing comes up. And, I, you know, I I love that. Um, Or... There were um, kids in my boys' class at school that were selling Girl Scout cookies. Everybody likes Thin Mints, so yep. there was a Thin Mint flavor for a while. So mm-hmm. it just kind of d- depends. And, and how long does it take for you to kind of find the right flavor of ice cream? Like, how many trials does it take? Like, how many yeah. times do you have to kind of be like, oh, no, it needs a little more sugar. Oh, no, maybe it needs a little more blueberry. Yeah. How long does that process take? Um, it sort of depends on the flavor. So the honey sea salt latte flavor that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. I think I must have run, like, 25 rounds mm-hmm. on that, trying to get it, like, exactly mm-hmm. correct, like the grind of the coffee, the amount, how yeah. I steep it, how I strain it. That one really went through several rounds. Um, The other thing about ice cream, though, is that you make the base and then you incorporate the flavor. So Mm -hmm. once you get your base correct, you get the amount of sweetness that you want, the Mm -hmm. fat content that you want. You have a lot of liberty to kind of play and adjust and tweak. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there have been a few things where I kind of knew on the first or second try, like, this is going to come out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there are some fun science tricks that you can use, too. Um, there's something called a refractometer, um, oh. which if you put a few drops of solution and hold it mm-hmm. up to the light, it'll tell you how sweet the mix is, so you know before you freeze no it. Um, and I... you can have, like, a number in your mind that you're aiming for. So it's pretty cool. That's, that's yeah. really neat. I had no idea. I had no idea yeah. to see sweetness. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Oh, that's awesome! That's very cool. We prefer to taste sweetness, but seeing it's. I mean, you could do that too. Most of the time. (laughs) Oh my goodness! I I I have to ask, what inspired the name of Sugar Bear? I mean, I love the logo with the little berry. What inspired that? Well, you know. A couple things. Uh, I moved to Virginia from California, and the bear was kind of a symbol that tied mm-hmm. the two things together. Mm-hmm. I also think there's something about ice cream that oftentimes will remind people of a story. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of a happy, childlike ice cream is simple and joyful. And so I wanted um, a logo and a name that communicated that, sort of like a term of endearment to something, something fun. That um, is, yeah. 
And it's it's adorable. It's very it's Thank like you. it's like Thank oh you. this is it makes you feel like eating ice cream. I want to be that little bear. Yeah, it's like simple right happy. Now. Yeah, exactly, totally. exactly. And I know um, one of the things when we were uh, chatting, I know you've been part of your journey to being an entrepreneur is you've been yeah. through the CIC yeah. workshop. Tell us, did you tell CIC, us about how that was like? Yeah, CIC is amazing. Anyone who's thinking of starting a business in Charlottesville, I cannot recommend it more highly. I think it was helpful for several reasons. One, it kind of walked me through the process of putting the pieces of the business together in a very structured and facilitated way with tools that were super helpful. I think it also gave me access to a network of people and resources that have been incredibly valuable. Um, you you know, I got help with a membership to the Chamber of Commerce, help with mm-hmm. photography, mm-hmm. help with a mentor, um, which especially when you're getting started is so nice to have a sounding board. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, has been, that was huge. Um, and so, yeah, CIC is this amazing, Charlesville is so lucky to have an organization like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean, I think one of the things that surprised me most is sometimes like people may know one aspect of CIC. Like they'll say, oh, yeah, I know the loan. They do the loan program. I'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, aren't they the one with the 16 week workshop? And you don't realize until you get into it at just the breadth of research. There's so there much are. to it. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're thinking of it as just a class that's going to help you do your business budget and your, you know, your marketing plan, like there's so, so much, much more, more to it. Yeah. yeah. And what, what always fascinates me too about CIC is that. It's amazing how many entrepreneurs come by that we don't even know what the CIC and it's like, yeah. oh, I want to see. Well, like, wow, you want yeah. to see CIC? It's That's like well, amazing. Yeah. It's like, like there's some that we know, and then there's others that just. But there was actually three we weeks no in a row. It was hilarious. Three weeks yeah. in a row, like the desk would come on and say, "Yeah, you know the desk you had? They were in my work group with me, and there were three people from the same work group three weeks in a row. And I just, you can't make this up. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is just it's the amazing. connections. It's that a are great made. organization. Yeah. yeah, the connections are. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that vein, what's it like? Because obviously you've got the part where you know you're making the ice cream and you're doing what you what you love. Yeah. What's it like to 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 be the entrepreneur as well on on that side? Oh my! I love it. It's my happy place. I love mm-hmm. being in the kitchen. I love the chaos of it. I like when stuff breaks now because I know how to fix it. <laughs> and in, in the beginning, that was a little stressful. Uh, yeah. Moments in uh, ice cream adventures are when you have to fix a pasteurizer that's broken. Um, you know, I, it's, it's just, I love it. Um, there's an adrenaline part that happens at the mm-hmm. beginning where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing it. It's working. Yeah. It was an idea and now it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of get to this overwhelmed stage of, oh my gosh, I'm on the ride and I have to like, you know, um, meet the pace. And then you kind of get to the refinement. And mm-hmm. it's really just a matter of like, nothing is exactly right out of the gate. You got to like make the mistakes, yep. learn, fix it and grow and just, stick with it and um yes yeah, it's a journey getting better and yeah. getting better and better you know and it's yeah it's funny we did uh every time we talk with uh, jeff camrath aggressivo mm-hmm. and he comes on talks business sometimes he does it's always the same thing he's like there's nothing better for him than making mistakes because that's yeah. how you get better yeah Otherwise, that's how you figure it out yeah yeah, yeah exactly which is which is fantastic. So what? Where where do you try to see what's kind of next for Schroeder Bear Seal? Is there anything? Yeah. Um, well, so I feel like I've got like the basic components down. Mm-hmm. Like I figured out how to streamline production and how to source ingredients and things like that. Um, 
I'd like to expand to more places and do more creative partnerships. I've got a few of those in the pipeline that I'm super excited about. Um, and I'd love to, on a personal level, <laughs> get more polished um, packaging, since I do hand apply all the stickers and hand pack every unit myself. Mm, um, and I've sort of grown to the point where it's time to, to figure that piece out. So Awesome. Yeah. The little things that happen, the expansion and the yeah. growth. And it's, it's, it's like one of those things that the, it's time to like pay in taxes as a business. Like It's a good problem to have. It's a great problem If you're problem paying taxes, have. you're making money. If you're worried yeah. about how do I package all these more things, it means you have a lot of things to package. Right. There's a lot of... Th yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I got to get better at uh, social media. That's my own per like. <laughs> oh, wait, here you are there. now. Here gotta you are now. There. You're live. <laughs> you're live to like 15 social media platforms <laughs> <laughs> to speak. Sweet. So, you know, uh, Johnny Ornelas, Amita the Programma, liked in the show this morning. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. So, I mean, where are some of the places... I know there's, there's a decent number of places. Where yes. are some of the places people can can get some sugar bear ice cream. Yes. So I am all wholesale. So the good news is you can get it at places all around Charlottesville. Um, you can get it at Marie Bette Cafe and Bakery. You can get it at Petite Marie Bette. You can get it at Feast, Foods of All Nations, Greenwood Grocery, Eastwood Farm and Winery, Vitae's Downtown Tasting Room. I'm hoping I'm not forgetting. I might forget. Um, I think that's everyone for now. We got, I'm hoping uh, that I'm not still forgetting. still at Bowerbird? Yes, in Bowerbird. Oh, Bowerbird there we Bake go. Shop, yes. Awesome. Yeah. So and and so so many places really very easy to, to access. You don't yeah. have to find. You don't have to go looking around and find mm -hmm. it. Like, yeah. You were probably if you were in Charlottesville, you were close to one of these. Yes. Oh, and locations. Cake Bloom. Cake Bloom. Cake Bloom. Awesome. Cake? Right, yeah. right here downtown. They do ice cream socials on Thursday afternoons that are super fun. Mm -hmm. um, yes, we had we had them on. They're they're uh, they're also mm -hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. A great place, and I mean, we're better to go. I can't imagine anything better than having one of those cakes with like a scoop of ice nice cream. Nice scoop of ice cream. Oh. And they do such a beautiful job of like the presentation is amazing, and the flavor pairings are perfect. Like, oh. they, yeah. It's and with really your fun. ice cream, they with sugar bear, they have some good flavors to work with. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, where can people, in addition to that, so we know where to find you. Where if they want to like see what's new and learn yeah. more, where, where's a good place to get in touch? So the best way is to follow me on Instagram. I'm at SugarBearSeville on Instagram. I regularly post flavor updates and also try to keep on top of what's in stock where. Um, you can also check my website, which is SugarBearSeville.com for more information. Awesome, awesome. Wow. So there you go, SugarBearSeville. Uh, Kevin Higgins is so excited. He was like... Uh, uh, he would want it in like uh, the Wahoo's baseball size scoop. You know, like, <laughs> the angel's like, all right, no, that would be fantastic. Exactly, one of those like huge like helmet like cups that you can yeah, load exactly. like five, ten exactly. scoops. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, as much as you can get. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Emily, this has been fantastic. Yes. Thank I can't you. thank you enough for coming really on. Thank it. you so much. Thank uh, you all. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. Oh, so uh, awesome. I, I feel like I could go for ice cream right now. I have, I have to listen to that, right? <laughs> it's, like it's, it's, it's a warm day, and you kind of like, oh, Well, I, I told Emily before the show started, she was kind enough to bring us one. I'm like, if I had a spoon on me right now, that's what You wouldn't I'd even be. need a spoon, let's be honest, Alex. You wouldn't even need a spoon. The problem is the camera's on. We could turn yeah, that's the problem. The camera's Alex on. is going to taste it. We'll turn the camera off for about like uh, two minutes while Alex tastes it. And then we turn it back on. And then on. turn it back on. I mean, okay. Exactly. Liza, Liza wouldn't need a spoon either. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I, I, I love Liza, but I'm not sharing sugar barrel. What? I'm not sharing that ice cream with Liza. She would eat you know, this. I, I listen, you know, I always want to share with the pets. I remember <laughs> when we used to have our Westie Chester. Forget it. Like, he was like the first one I wanted to taste of because he was just as excited as we were. As do, were. do you remember? Um, it didn't matter fingers. every night. Well, not Anything the delay fingers. Every night, 
after at nine o'clock on the dot, he would always have to go to the bathroom. Remember the minute he came in the bathroom, he went to the freezer because he wanted his ice cream. Remember? Cool ice cream, I know. Yeah, literally, he had, he had his ice cream. Didn't matter whether it was summer, winter, spring, fall. He, he had his ice I cream every night. Ice cream. Try some ice cream. Uh, we got more people joining us. Ricardo Cruz Duran, gracias amigo for uh, for joining us this morning, watching the show. So we we got. I mean, we got a full house. I, I love when the audience is like. Super involved and excited. Yeah, they're, they're so we prepped. Got, it's, well, we it's a, a nice that kind of day. House. Everyone's kind of active. I guess. It is. It is. Well, they saw the amazing guest list, and mm-hmm. they're like, "I need to. I need to be watching today." That was Sean it. Sean Huber. Thanks for watching the show this morning. So, I mean, from one amazing guest to another, we're mm-hmm. super excited to welcome to the show now uh, Valerie Hill, PE of Valerie Hill PLLC. She is a structural <laughs> engineer here in Charlottesville, Virginia with her own business. So Valerie, thanks so much for yeah, joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm no, excited. It's, it's, it's great to, ha- to have you on. So for those who don't know about you, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started your company. Um, so I used to work at a design firm here in town. Um, I graduated from Virginia Tech and then moved straight here, did some structural design, and then 2020 hit and thought I'd wanted to work from home. So mm-hmm. I switched to a um, forensic engineering firm, um, which deals more with like home insurance claims. So forensic is figuring out what happened, figuring out what happened to a structure with hail, wind, mm-hmm. fire, trees that fall on houses, cars that run into houses, um, uh, tornadoes, all of that. And so um, I still work for them, but I missed design. So, and I missed working with my community. Mm-hmm. So last year, um, I kind of stumbled into starting my own business and trying to work with worker, like local realtors and local contractors and filling in a small um, niche that some of the bigger design firms in town don't want to fill anymore. So mm-hmm. they're going after the UVA jobs, the big commercial jobs, the big... Um, uh, like multifamily jobs, and that kind of leaves the homeowners, the realtors, and the custom home builders kind of without any help. Yeah. So I wanted to fill that gap, and um, it's taken off. It's been really fun. I've, I've really enjoyed it. That's fantastic. So yeah. for those, so I mean, for, for those of us who are woefully, uh, you know, you're going to ask uh, probably going to ask the same minutes. question that's already popped in my head. What is a structural what engineer? Is a structural engineer? Exactly. <laughs> I get that question a lot. <laughs> um, so I'm sure you've heard of architects, right? Mm-hmm. So architects decide how a building looks. Um, they design the egress, how you get out in an emergency. They design the insulation, fire codes, all of that. Structural engineers make them stand. So we, I decide to put that column right there. Um, I design how these beams are transferring the loads from the roof down to the foundation. I'm making it stand up with gravity loads, with wind, seismic. It's going to stand. Oh, well, hopefully wow. it stands, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, so you really got the most important job then. Because yes, an architect can design. It's like, oh, this looks nice. But it's like, yeah, well, if you design it this way, it's going to go boom. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But a lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. We're kind of the bones in inside the building, and people just like all of the cantilevers and how the building looks, and architects get all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the one keeping the house. Like, I know, yeah. That's yeah. the most well, important part. Down, you would think so, yeah. Over someone's head. So out of curiosity, how many times do you ever kind of butt heads with like an architect because an architect might be like okay this is how I want to design the house mm-hmm. and you have to come in saying no you can't put that here you need to put this here because it needs to be structurally sound do you ever kind of have like this sort of like 
back and forth? Yes, yeah. So um, a lot of times it's like a feasibility study. Mm -hmm. um, architects like to do some crazy stuff like cantilevering things. And most of the time it can be done, but it's super expensive. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times it's a budget thing that they just don't have the budget to pay for that super expensive way to support it. Um, and so they have to scale back to something that we can come up with together that, you know, delivers their design intent but also makes it stand. Mm -hmm. So it's um, it's a little bit back and forth. Um, a lot of the architects here in town know the limits pretty well. Um, so they don't tend to push it too much, but there are a couple that like to go above and beyond. And, um, and you're there to help out. Make it really cool and <laughs> yeah. a statement, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So what, are, so what are some typical services that you provide to like clients that say, okay, they reach out to you and what's it kind of like when they make that initial phone call, right, Valerie, I, I need a structural engineer, what does that kind of look like? So um, I deal with architects um, when they need help design or sizing things, mm -hmm. um, contractors when they don't have an architect and they're doing a design build and oh, they okay. kind of decide what the building's going to look like and it goes outside of the prescriptive code. Mm -hmm. um, and then homeowners, when they ha want to do an addition or a renovation oh. and they want to take out a bearing wall, or if they don't even know if it's a bearing wall mm -hmm. and they need me to come check, which please call me before you knock out walls. Nope. <laughs> I'll tell you what's bearing, what's not. Mm -hmm. um, also with realtors, when they get home inspection reports back from um, all the home inspectors and the inspectors point out, okay, there's a crack in your foundation or there's a cracked truss or broken floor joist. They usually call me. I come out and um, tell them what happened and how to fix it mm. so that they can move forward with the buying process. Oh, wow. So that's, mm. that's a, it, there's a lot of different areas then that you're yeah. kind of consulting and helping and helping make sure that whether it's like going to be built or whether it's currently standing and helping make sure it keeps standing yeah. that you're kind of involved with. Yeah, and a lot of homeowners have um, expect certain expectations about their home, especially if it's a new build, and you know they don't realize that the code is the bare minimum that they can build, and anything above that is going to make your house stronger and um, less bouncy. Mm -hmm. So when they get a new build and their floors are bouncy, they think something's wrong, but it's not wrong per code. And so sometimes I have to go in there and say, no, 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 like, it's to code. It's just the bare minimum, mm -hmm. you know. And so sometimes it's a little bit of hand-holding and talking through why things are acting the way that they are to make the homeowner understand about their purchase or their mm -hmm. current house. Oh, absolutely. So that's, that's amazing. So that's just so many different different aspects to, to keep in mind that I, I yeah. wouldn't, even have, uh, <laughs> wouldn't even have known. It's just so interesting to, to think about it and, uh, and see it from there. So what's it like out of curiosity kind of being an entrepreneur and on that side of the business that you've got what you do and then there's like the, the business side? Yeah, um, I didn't even, I didn't look into the CIC that she was talking about. <laughs> I didn't go into the, a chamber of commerce. I just Googled stuff and just kind of stumbled my way through business ownership um, and was like, okay, I guess I need to get a business license. Okay, I guess I need to LLC this. I guess I need mm -hmm. liability insurance and professional liability insurance. Okay, now I need to do this and I need to do that. 
And I kind of just like stumbled into it, which I do not recommend. <laughs> but it seemed to work out well. Um, I do all my accounting. I do all my, I made my own website. Um, I do all my social media. And I, I like doing that because it, it also makes me feel like I'm interacting more with the community um, and showing them their projects on my website or interacting with architects, homeowners, or realtors on Instagram and answering questions or, you know, I like doing that myself. It's just like a fun aspect that I don't necessarily get to do as um, the the design side. (laughs) Exactly, yeah, all these different little things that come into play. You've got, uh, Carly Wagner says, um, a huge benefit of Valerie is how responsive she can be as a smaller firm. Many large firms are booked out months in advance, but from my experience, she can come you know, almost immediately when you when yeah. you need the help. So she got a big fan. Watching <laughs> Thanks, the show this morning. Well, it's yeah. it's important when you want to inspect your home. Like it's like, oh, I'm worried about this wall, and it's like, oh, we'll get back to you in five months. It's like it's not very helpful. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, even in this market with the spring market, everybody's mm-hmm. like booked up a couple of weeks in advance. But mm-hmm. you know, I I offer different kind of packages for specifically realtors or homeowners where. You know, we can walk and talk and kind of give them information at the very minimum so that they can move forward with, you know, fixing it. Or if they need something in writing and a report, then we can go with that option. But I think allowing them to have different options helps also me, you know, schedule them in between things. Yeah. Um, and so that helps me on my end, but I think it also helps them because it also gives them a different level of um, financial you know, Options. prices, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. buying a house is not is not cheap, so no. <laughs> not, especially not today. No, no. And nor is renovating at this point. Yeah, either. yeah. For people who are doing reconstruction or renovation, mm. and especially since it's such a significant expense, you want to get it right. Yeah, mm-hmm. the structural product. You do not want to be doing a major addition or innovation, and then partway through the process, you're like, oh, well, looks like you got to redo this because you didn't. Yeah, you didn't I, take that look in the first place. I, yeah. I call that get out of jail free cards. Um, <laughs> I get quite a few of those calls. Like it didn't pass um, inspection for like the county or the city, and uh, the building inspector fails them, and so I have to come in and tell them how to fix it. And then it ends up costing them more in the long run than if they had mm-hmm. called me initially and asked yep. my advice early on. So please mm-hmm. call me initially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but it's uh, it's it's amazing what you do. I had no I had no yeah. idea that that was, we, we uh, learn such, something new every I day. Know, I'm just always yeah. learning new things every day. So, I mean, what's the best way? So, let's say you've got homeowners that are like, okay, I, I'm really interested in in working with Valerie, or I, I I have a new addition. What's typically the best way that they can initially, you know, kind of get in touch with you? Uh, either email or give me a call. Um, like Carly mentioned, I I answer my phone probably more than I should. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not good at boundaries, and I answer my phone after hours. <laughs> 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 so um, try to keep it within hours, but if you send me an email or you give me a call or a text, then That's I usually the can best, respond. The yeah. best ways to do it. And mm-hmm. where, kind of where do you see the, the firm growing? At this, what's, what's kind of next for you? I mean, after oh, such, I don't know. such great yeah. prospects first year. I know, yeah. So that's uh, in flux right now. I... It's, it's taken off more than I thought. And so, you know, maybe it will be a full-time thing oh. in the future. Um, I have to kind of figure out projections of 
how I could make that, you know, a livable income um, as opposed to having a full-time job and then having this a supplemental income. Um, I don't know. We'll, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. If, if I keep getting work, then maybe. It's it, yeah. Again, that's an exciting... You're not the first. We have a number of entrepreneurs. Somebody's come out and you're kind of in that exciting place. You're like, you can see the potential. Yeah. And it's like, all right, here's the next... Here's kind of where the, the world kind of opens up. And it's yeah, like, it's nice to have options, yeah. I have to say. Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely an interesting market. Like, you know, there's going to be ups and downs in people doing custom houses or mm-hmm. um, renovations and things like that. It's expensive right now. So, and also with the real estate market. So it's also trying to figure out if it's going to be sustainable even in those, those lows. Um, that's the scary part. I guess that's the scary part for every small business owner <laughs> taking that leap. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have that steady income. It's like you, you're bringing in the work and you're trying to maintain it, and it's scary. <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's 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 a fun job. It's, it's very a, rewarding. Yeah, you know, it's I, nice being your own boss. I can tell you're enjoying it. <laughs> it's my passion project. Yep. Yeah, I I really like it. You know, which which definitely comes across. That's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see it when like people like really love what they do. Here I am. I'm, I'm playing. I'm, I'm being <laughs> yeah. like a savior today and just keep. Yeah, the, uh, you, you hit it when we, we we specifically said do not oh, touch, do not touch it. it. Yeah, yeah, but mine's not broken, so it's okay. I can hit mine. It's different. <laughs> you guys talk with your hands. That's what exactly. <laughs> I can't help it. It's the, you know, when it, if it's if you ever watch the shows where Xavier's on, like this microphone takes a that microphone exactly. takes a beating. Yeah. Takes it's got some beating. bumps and bruises. It does. It does indeed. Uh, so, Valerie, before we let you know, where can people, what's the best place for people to get in touch and reach out? Um, so, you can find me on Instagram. You can message me on Instagram. I respond to those, too. Um, I'm at Valerie.Hill.PE. PE stands for Professional Engineer. Um, or my website, ValerieHillPE.com. There's a submission form on there, too. Or you can email me at Valerie at ValerieHillPE.com. Oh. Super easy. Super easy. Super <laughs> I know. Easy. Not a very creative name, but, you know, like you I said, I stumbled the, onto I it. Sometimes <laughs> in certain industries, that's helpful. Because, you know yeah. what, people are going to be like, they're going to yeah. know you by your name. Yeah, yeah, so yeah I exactly, need to talk yeah. to Valerie Hill. Is it, what, what's the name of it? Valerie Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very easy. Very I appreciate easy. that. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> ah, Valerie, this has been Valerie. such a pleasure. I feel like I've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And yes. You, it's, it's great to see just how passionate you are about what yeah. you do. So it's Thank amazing. you. Thank you for having me. No, thanks Thank for, coming for coming on. on. Hey, we will, we'll look forward to having you back on maybe next year and see where mm-hmm. you are. I know. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for coming on Thank today. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Ah, so as we do another swap here, we got... Great. Uh, Sydney Chacalos, thanks for watching today. Matias Yon, thanks for watching this morning. Man, it's just you can tell people we're excited about yeah. uh, that. That, was, that was very interesting. I never was a structural engineer. Structural engineer. Yeah, that's, that, was, that was really interesting. And Valerie still in the props. Uh, Sarah mm-hmm. Ryan Hudson says, uh, Valerie Hill is so amazing. She's such an asset to homeowners working with a structural problem for the first time. A literal mm-hmm. lifesaver. It's so, true. That is true. There are certain things you don't want to mess with. You know, in food, you don't want to use ingredients. Like, you don't want to use mushrooms unless you're a mushroom expert. That might be a bad example, but, like, it's the same thing with the house. Like, there's certain things you don't want to mess with the house. The most important thing is it's structurally yeah, sound. Exactly. The integrity of the house. Sarah Hudson watching the show this morning. So, man, they just... Everyone's been, thanks, thanks everyone for, for wow, joining You're us. really on this, Alex. You're I know, really I know. I that, I'm, uh, doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing like, you know, I'm, I'm not quite at Jerry level where I'm having like text conversations in the middle of the show, okay, but I'm getting yeah. there. 
<laughs> yeah. You, you must have like 20 tabs open. Like, switch, switch, switch. Okay, oh man. Yeah, because everybody watches in different places. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of uh, streaming as far as we do uh, here on uh, Today Manana. So from one fantastic guest to another, we're super excited to now welcome to the show Michelle Perry-Pace, the owner of Soulful Running and Coaching. Michelle, thanks for joining us this morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Wow, so great to have you on. So for those, same thing, for those who who haven't met you before, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, like, how did you first become interested in running and but also like coaching running? Absolutely. Running has always been a joy of mine since I'm a little kid. Um, I'm really lucky to have grown up in a really active household, sports and running and uh, family members who were coaches. So it was uh, definitely great to have that as a wonderful influence. Same throughout my school journey. So definitely something I've always enjoyed. And then a year and a half ago, I decided that I wanted to turn this into a full-time job. So I started Soulful Running and Coaching. That's the beauty of the hands of God. So I started uh, Soulful Running and Coaching, and that is my full-time focus. And my goal is truly to help other people find joy in running uh, and to achieve their own goals. So, um, And that can be anything from training for a race to getting started running. Uh, I train and coach all levels, ages, and abilities. And as I said, you know, my main focus is helping people to find the joy in running. Mm-hmm. So, so, so it's all types of races too. So, I mean, what are some like typical things where someone says, "All right, I need training for X." What's the, what's like typical Absolutely. types of services? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, people come to me for any level from I just want to get started. I've never run ever to I want to run a marathon, I want to run a 5K, I want to run a 10K, I want to just be able to complete a loop in my neighborhood, I want to be able to run with my family, I want to get healthy, I want to stay active, I want to increase my level of fitness, I want a break in my work day, so uh, help me do so safely and effectively. So all, uh, all different levels and interests. And that definitely evolves too as I coach different individuals. It's really fun to see how their, uh, their interests change over time too in terms of what they're looking for and hoping mm-hmm. to achieve. What are, the, what are the biggest fitness issues that you kind of encounter when you're kind of first coaching people? It's like, okay, what are like the most important things that you feel like they need to work on as they kind of like first that you start working with them? Absolutely. Uh, so definitely varies from person to person, but I think the biggest thing is believing in themselves. And mm-hmm. I think that that's so much easier said than done. But I think as soon as, you know, I, I joke sometimes with some of my clients that some people say that, um, that seeing is believing, but I actually think believing can sometimes be seeing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is honestly the biggest hurdle usually when we get started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just giving them the tools that they already have, uh, but really showing them how to use uh, those tools to, to run effectively, to run safely, not to get started too fast, um, mm. to have really realistic goals, uh, because once we start to achieve um, certain milestones, then we're going to be more inclined to continue on that path. So mm. setting very realistic goals and working towards those. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Are, there, are there sometimes... Um, issues or safety so someone says all right i want to start running and they just like go outside and start doing it are the things sort of keep in mind like all right hold on you need to be thinking about yes. certain things before you just start going yes absolutely so it's definitely important to think of what your current 
experiences, mm -hmm. how much you've been running, how much you've been training, what other activities you, you do. Do you play mm -hmm. other sports? Do you walk your dog? Do you, you know, what other activities are you involved with? So it's really important to have a good baseline to know where to, to get started and mm -hmm. to, uh, to, to be able to have a plan in place. And that's really where the coaching piece comes in to really have mm -hmm. a good plan in place to know whether it's day by day or month by month or goal mm -hmm. by goal, mm -hmm. how to approach that in a, a realistic and, and effective and fun way. As I say, yes. my goal is to bring joy to running and mm -hmm. to fit within people's lifestyles. Uh, so a training plan should fit their lifestyle. The lifestyle should not fit the training plan. So um, mm. the goal is always to, to work with each individual on an individual basis to make sure it fits within their life. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. Yeah, did you not have to tell someone who say, oh, I want to run. Is it, all right, completely change your life. You're going to get up no. at 5 a.m. every morning and go for two You know, it's like... That won't happen. That wouldn't make them happy. It wouldn't bring the joy out of running exactly. that you're talking about. Exactly. But I have curiosity. As summer comes along and it gets really hot during the day, do you kind of try to structure your coaching around different hours? Absolutely, absolutely. Whether I'm coaching in person or offering virtual training plans mm -hmm. where I uh, provide a training plan to an individual for them to use on their own with my virtual coaching, I will definitely uh, advise around certain hours. I'm always watching the weather. I actually have clients all around the country, so I'm always oh, watching. Wow. If you looked at my phone and looked at my weather app, <laughs> I have a lot of different <laughs> cities and, and locations, so I'm always watching their weather and giving them advice on uh, time of day to go or um, air quality as we mm, recently experienced yes. oh, yeah. uh, or thunderstorms this time of year which mm. is incredibly dangerous so I always advise that they need to definitely watch their own weather and their own radar yeah. but I'm watching that for them as, as well and advising too. Interesting so what does your virtual coaching consist of? Absolutely so a lot of different options if someone's training for a race it will be a month by month training plan with okay. a weekly check-in and then check-ins throughout the week on a little more of a casual basis, and then any um, any supplemental uh, virtual phone calls or video calls that they might need as they're preparing for their race. If they're training, um, not necessarily for a race, but they want to increase their distance or increase their fitness, similar uh, type protocol, but might be more of a month-by-month -month without necessarily that specific race as the end goal, just an ongoing continuation mm -hmm. okay. of, of training. So you set like little goals or like little checkpoints that like your clients have to like achieve? Absolutely. And they'll even receive from Soulful and from myself, they'll receive a day-by-day -day plan. And that okay. will include uh, recommendations around running, which mm -hmm. includes, as we talked about, everything from, you know, weather and gear and things like that to uh, cross training, strength training, okay. rest and recovery days, oh, which yes. are equally important mm -hmm. <laughs> to the training cycle. Um, and then as they encounter things throughout the plan, any sort of adjustments or modifications. So as we talked about life happens. Sometimes we have a work trip come up unexpectedly, or maybe we're feeling under the weather or any number of things. So uh, Soulful's coaching plans also adjust and adapt to mm -hmm. the inevitable changes that come along in life. Yeah, absolutely. Do your plans also come with like health, like diet recommendations? They do not. Okay. So I am not a dietitian or a nutritionist, so, but I do have a wonderful network of mm -hmm. individuals that I can refer them to if they have a specific question. So I can talk about things in terms of hydration and fuel from a running perspective in terms okay. of mm -hmm. the time of day or yeah. how soon before, during, or after a run, depending on how long your run mm -hmm. is or how long your workout is. But in terms of actual nutritional guidance, um, that would definitely need to be from um, a licensed professional. But fortunately, I have a wonderful network of those people I can refer them to. 
Awesome, that's fantastic. That's yes, great. You can, you can kind of get all the assistance mm-hmm. you need. Yes. Uh, by you know, you start with this, and then and then see, okay, where where do I need to make adjustments yes. and so forth? Do you have people that'll kind of graduate little by little? In other words, that, like clients that have come to you in the past to get started, and then maybe a year or two later, they're like, "Hey, I'm here. Can you train me for a marathon?" It's amazing to see the accomplishments. Honestly, big and small, every single day mm-hmm. with every single person. And I always try and remind them to celebrate their progress and their success because I think sometimes it's human nature to always focus on the next finish line. Um, and I always remind people to think about where they started and mm-hmm. all the steps they've made mm-hmm. along the way. But it's incredible to see, you know, I'll, I, it's so rewarding. It's so rewarding. I'll get messages or phone calls from clients saying, I never, ever thought I could run that distance. I never thought I could run that distance. Mm-hmm. Or uh, someone who never wanted to run a race. They, they wanted to train, which is wonderful. And that's completely great. And that's, that's really welcome. And then they'll come to me and say, actually, I want to run a 10K and then have marathon and a marathon true story that happened so it's it's amazing it's just amazing it's amazing and it's so fun to see that it's so fun to see and it's it's the joy of running if people enjoy it and they're it's rewarding and they're safe and they're not sore and they're not getting injured then they're going to continue Mm -hmm. to do it and they're and and if it fits in with their lifestyle that's fantastic yeah yeah Yeah, i can see the joy then you kind of see that you've instilled in addition to like everything they need to do it safely and what you've instilled the kind of the passion there and saying yes i want to do more yes absolutely because anything that is going to be sustainable has to be realistic it has to fit Mm -hmm. it has there has to be a reason you know we have to think about what is our why what is motivating us and that why might change over time but that is our our compass we need Mm -hmm. to always go back to that guide and think what is what is our why and what is what is driving us and i think if if one of those you know whys can be the enjoyment of the activity and the reward, uh, I think that people will be far more inclined to continue on that path. Makes total sense, absolutely. What's it been like on curiosity on the entrepreneur side? I'd say like, all right, you know, you, you, do, you do the coaching that you love and then it's like, okay, I have all these other aspects. Of like, what was it like to even to take the plunge and say, all right, I'm gonna do this as an entrepreneur? Absolutely, it's been amazing. I, I almost uh, compare it, there are parallels to running actually. Uh, in terms of starting my own business, I feel like setting those milestones and those goalposts mm-hmm. and working towards them and having this lofty goal of starting the business and hoping it's going to take off. And that was kind of the first finish line and then taking it, you know, along the way. But it has been absolutely incredible and amazing. I am loving every single second of it. Obviously, it's a lot of work and it's long mm-hmm. days, but I think if you do what you love, then you can do it well. And you, just like in running, you'll find joy in it. So, a year and a half ago, uh, my um, career experience prior to starting Soulful uh, was working for two startups um, and helping to run both of those startups. And so getting to take all of that amazing and wonderful experience yes. over a decade mm-hmm. of helping to run other businesses and apply that to running my own business has been so incredibly helpful to, uh, to navigate a world I think I would have otherwise would have been mm-hmm. so completely unknown to me. So yeah. I love it. I'm that must be it. really satisfying also to take all that experience with startups and say, now it's mine. It's like, mine. it's my startup yes. that I'm actually... It's, it's mine. And it, it truly feels like, you know, every single day when I get up, I think... 
I want to make a difference. And that was really the motivation for starting Soulful. I want to inspire people. I want people to find joy in activity. I think running is great for um, you know the mind and the body, and that's so important to me. And I feel like every single day, getting to run my own business and make these decisions you know throughout the day are helping, I hope, to inspire people, and that's the goal. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm mm-hmm. sure I, I can absolutely tell they are. And, and I have to say, I do love the name Soulful Running. I Thank think it was you. very creative. That's How long great. did it take you to come up with that? I have a sketchbook that you could look at, and, and you'd probably laugh at some of the ideas that I was bouncing around. But I loved the idea of, of Soulful. Thank you so much for your kind words. I love the idea of Soulful because of a few reasons. Soul, S-O-L-E, mm-hmm. soul of your foot for running. Mm-hmm. And for two other reasons, because one, I want people to really holistically enjoy running. Yeah. I think running can give us confidence in our mm-hmm. lives, in business. I think problems are easier to tackle if we've had a run or a walk or some sort of fresh air and activity. So I I think the soulful piece kind of ties into the holistic approach in terms of coaching and training for individuals. And then on the other side of it, when I started Soulful, you know, I thought to myself, do, do I want to do this full-time? Do, am I going to you know, leave my corporate job and go start Soulful? Or am I going to do a hybrid? Or, or how am I going to do this? And I wanted to be all in. And I wanted to truly pour my heart and soul into Soulful. And that was the other piece of it. So, But there were a few other ideas that I bounced around. <laughs> but I love Soulful, and I'm definitely, um, definitely thrilled with the, the name, so. It's a nice one. Let mm-hmm. the play on words. Exactly, that's why I when love it. When I first saw it, I'm like, oh, this yeah, is good. That's nice. This is nice. <laughs> Thank this you. is nice. Thank it you. works beautifully. Also, Michelle, before we let you go, people, if people have been inspired, which I'm sure they have, by this interview and say, all right, I want to reach out to Michelle and then get in contact, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Absolutely. So you can visit my website, which is soulful.run. So, as simple as that, soulful.run, and then there are links to all of my social media on that. I am on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, so you can follow me uh, on all of those. And on any of different one of those, it's a combination of soulful running coaching, soulful coaching, soulful running. Um, and again, it's S-O-L-E-F-U-L, and uh, each of the um, social media platforms has like the running coaching component to it. So, And then you'll notice us by our uh, logo, which is um, a runner, and my dog, Porter, which is actually designed by Kirsty Perry, who was on your show previously. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Kirstie I had to mention yes. from, uh, Otis and Clara. Otis and Clara, Otis which and is Clara. out now. So please check it out. It is on Barnes & Noble and on Amazon in paperback and hardback. So I'm sorry, but I had to, I had to mention. Brandon, see, you have a great... <laughs> this, is, this is the beauty of family and great. You have a great... Family member here, but here she is pitching the book. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, and our logo is designed by Kirsty Perry, who is the illustrator of that book. So we love our logo as much as we love our name and the opportunity to help to coach and inspire others. So Absolutely. Wonderful. Oh, this has been so fantastic, Michelle. Can't mm-hmm. thank you enough for, yeah. for thank coming you on. So much for coming so much. On. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for coming on. Oh, that was great. Just, Shows like this, they really mm-hmm. just energize me so much. Well, it's just... the energy and passion. I mean, yeah. at this point, you and I probably feel like we're going to run back to uh, we're going <laughs> to run back to the office. Run right? back to the to the office. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Caitlin Phillips agrees with you. Says so clever. Mm-hmm. The soulful running was, and Richard Aguilar. Thanks for watching the show this morning. Now it's just you just get so thrilled. I think each of the desks, just the passion for what they do. Mm-hmm comes through and just really shines through and you you kind of see it that it's and you see all the different beautiful reasons why people become entrepreneurs it's to 
to share things that they love with others, to inspire people, to, to fill a need and to, mm-hmm. to say, oh man, goodness, this, there's a real need in the community for structural engineering because mm-hmm. people can't find it. I want to help them. I want to make them feel secure in their homes. You know? Or I want to share then help people be inspired to run and to, to love run, it. Yeah. Or, you know, I want people to, to be, you know, experience well, the joy of ice cream. You know, I was about to say, everyone already loves and it's inspired you know, to experience the, the local exactly. flavors through that yeah, that you exactly. might not otherwise have. So it's just mm-hmm. amazing to see and uh, just so great to, to be a part of, even in a small way of, you exactly. know, having, having these interviews. So it's, it was fantastic. Was Thanks great. for joining them. With no, me no, thank you for having me on. It was, it was a great show. Yeah, it was fantastic. Thanks for being my partner on it. Always, oh, yeah. always appreciate it. We got some great guests that are going to be joining us next week as well. We're going to be joined by um, Vanessa Martinez. She is the property manager for York Properties. Oh, okay. You know, so those downtown in York Place, hard to mm-hmm. hard, hard to, to miss. miss. Um, and then uh, Greer Achenbach from Friends of Seville going to okay. be coming on the show. Talk about. I mean, Friends of Seville always putting up great events and really mm-hmm. encouraging people to get downtown, be outside. Patronize the local businesses, just a, a great uh, community organization here. And then, uh, certainly, not least, Charlottesville Opera is going to mm-hmm. be uh, joining us today. And we'll talk some more. I know last time we talked a, a good deal about Dyson Dolls, maybe we'll talk some Tosca. You know, mm-hmm. maybe we'll, uh, you know, Nick, Nick's probably going to try to get some more spoilers out of them or something. I'll be like, no spoilers. No, no spoilers. spoilers no spoilers. Show. You got to go watch it to find exactly. out. Exactly. You have to go on July 14th and 16th to see Tosca. Exactly. You have to go on next weekend. Next weekend so already. Next, guys and Dolls. If I'm right, next Friday, third, Saturday, next Friday Saturday, and Sunday. Guys and Dolls at the Paramount, you can still get your tickets. Uh, CharlottesvilleOpera.org mm-hmm. is the place to go. The Paramount, I think you can also find them. So lots of ways to, to find out more about that. Uh, July 1st, the festival. You know, so many more things. I'm, I'm sure Castle Hill is going to be back, but so many more things going there. Mm-hmm. I mean, this summer, you really, today, Manana, I feel like has given people a plethora of things to do <laughs> this summer. Very I good mean, word, Alex. Very good word. Thank you. I, 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 you, I, you just Googled the dictionary. I, yeah, so. dictionary.com. <laughs> that's what I'm doing during the show. No, I'm just kidding. You know, just, I mean, you've got the opera. You've got Castle Hill. You can run you this can summer. Run. You can enjoy some ice cream exactly. this summer. You know, if you're, if you're doing a renovation, you now know how to make sure your house, your renovation will exactly. not collapse on your house so you know who to call. Exactly. You call before... Exactly. Before, before you see this one, you're like, hey, let me take this one. Before out. you get the home inspector's back exactly. work call. So, I mean, so many things that you can enjoy this summer. It's, I mean, we talked with Matthias a few weeks ago on some, mm. some fun places to go and things to enjoy this summer. So, I mean, we have done, I feel like we've done our part to prepare people for a great summer in Charlottesville. Exactly. We've done our part. It's up to them now. They're the ones who got to go out. Exactly, exactly. And then it's up to uh, UBA Baseball to bring us a national championship to enjoy. Uh, so Yes, yes, I know. But don't jinx it, Alex. Don't I'm not, it. I, I, I don't say whether – I'm not going to say how good they are or whether they okay. can do it. I'm just <laughs> saying that they're there and it's a possibility. You know, it's a possibility for eight teams yeah. that, are in the, that are in that boat. I will say no more to not, uh, to not jinx anything. Uh, so this has been fantastic. Thanks, everyone, for all the great comments. Yeah, and so I mean, many people watching yeah, and commenting. Exactly. And Caitlin Phillips, thanks for your comment. Uh, Sarah Hudson, Carly Wagner, great comments. Uh, Kevin Higgins, thanks so much for your great uh, questions and comments. Just really everyone's been uh, mm-hmm. fantastic supporting uh, the amazing entrepreneurs that we had on. So 
I enjoyed it tremendously. Looking forward to next week. Absolutely. It's going to be great as well. Of course, as always, huge thank you to our presenter, Emergent Financial Services, our amazing partners at Charlottesville Opera, uh, Miguel and Chick at Credit Serious Insurance, Matias Yon Realty, uh, Castle Hill Cider, Forward Adelante. A big thank you to the I Love Civil mm-hmm. Network. Judah behind the camera, making it exactly. all work. The hand of God I mean, made it really, appear. Yeah, the, the hand of God was working over. Well, one of these days, I want to put mine just so I can get the hand of God to and come. To fix it. <laughs> I mean, he, he really helped me out with the swinging. You know, exactly. we, were, we were in a disaster mode with uh, I couldn't get the thing straight, and he comes and looked. I mean, now it's, he's, it's fixed. He fixed it for me. So he really did, does an amazing job. Anytime things work, see, that's the, I feel like the underrated notion of producers like when things work and look normal, that's when the master is at work because mm-hmm. it, it just goes so. Well, smooth. be honest, I actually think it's the opposite. I think when things go wrong, that's when you see the expertise show. Because oh, most people would panic, true. right? When that's things are going true. good, everyone looks like a genius. Yes, yeah, true. So we know that with the stock market, when everything goes up, it's like, oh, well, you know, I invested in this and went yeah. up. It's when it goes down. Exactly. That- it's when I'm whacking this thing all over the place. Exactly. You can't keep his hands from hitting it. That's when the true, the exactly. true maestro is at work. Exactly. Exactly. And thank you, Liza. Liza was inside of the ice cream. Oh, Did you yeah. hear the tail wagging? Oh, yeah. She was like, ice cream, ice cream. So that was... Loved every minute of it and just love being on here. Love you, our audience. Really appreciate you tuning in this morning. Be sure to check us out next week. Be sure to support all the amazing businesses. Send us any entrepreneurs our mm-hmm. way. If you know someone, say something and reach out to us. We do need there's no cost to come on the show. So we love having having them on. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you all next week. But until that time, as we'd like to close it out and say hasta mañana. That was a fun show.